Good morning, everyone. Mike worked at the railway yard for many years. His job was to check and maintain the units, the cars of the train. One day, when he entered the refrigerator, box the car, he accidentally was shot inside that box car. It's the time before people uh, have the cell phone. So he really panicked. It was uh, completely dark inside. And uh, he was uh, locked inside. He beated uh, the door of the car repeatedly until his fist got bloody and he screamed, but uh, all the railway crew left uh, the, the railway yard, so nobody was uh, there. So it's the refrigerated box car. It's, uh, the temperature might be below zero, so he, that's why he really panicked. The next day, he was discovered. He was dead inside that boxcar. And uh, autopsy result came out. Actually, he was frozen to death. But when the investigator checked the refrigerated boxcar, even the refrigeration unit was not on. It was a summertime. The temperature inside the car was the same as the that of outside. But he thought the refrigeration unit was on and it was very cold inside. That's why he was uh, literally frozen to death. Just like in this example, our life, our action is consciously or unconsciously affected by what we believe. Especially in the religion, in the spiritual tradition, they deal with something invisible thing, which cannot be proved or disapproved. So belief or faith in religion plays a great role. So for example, the Judeo-Christian tradition is called the religion of faith. When Buddhism was brought to the West, the practice aspect, just like the motto of Home Depot, do it yourself. Approach has become very appealing. But even we practice, our practice is based on some form of a belief. For example, we practice the meditation for 30 minutes. So you can say it is not belief but practice. But we practice sitting meditation on the belief of the merit or benefit of a sitting meditation. 
even though we have not completely harvested that benefit. Because we believe the master's work, or we read, you may read some article written by some medical doctor about the benefit of meditation, etc. Our founding master said, in order to make our spiritual practice, not just the spiritual practice, all things that we do in our life, there are four articles. We need four elements to make it successful. It's called the four articles to progress, belief or faith, zeal, another translation, passion or courage, questioning mind and the dedication. Sotesan defined belief in this way. Uh, you can see the, uh, from the principal book of one Buddhism. Belief means faith, which is a motivating force that settles the mind when we try to accomplish anything. He said anything, whether it is in human relationship, or in business, or building your career, or in your practice, etc. Think about that. When I leave for Korea, I go to the JFK and the board the airplane. Very comfortably when I board the aircraft. Why? Unconsciously, I believe this airplane may be safe and I can trust the pilot. When spiritual practice is embarking our journey to unknown territory called Nirvana, we have never reached there completely. So driving to that unknown territory, we need some map or navigator. But when we drive our vehicle, spiritual vehicle, that what are we supposed to trust or believe? First, we need to believe the Buddha's word, the teaching of the realized teachers. Before the COVID crisis, once or twice in a week, I go to the YMCA to sing in East Greenbush. When I leave that YMCA building, I always use the front door. One day, I needed to go to the bathroom, and after using that facility, I discovered that there is a, some side door. That was far closer to the parking lot. But for years, I didn't know that. After that day, <laughs> When I leave that building, I always use that side door. Likewise, everybody would like to live 
a very happy and free life. We think we know the path. But most of the time, we don't know the path, the shortcut. Let me read our founding master's word. Such was the case when I had no one to guide me on the path of seeking the truth. An absence of guidance led me to undergo various extreme ascetic practices. On the other hand, how fortunate you are to have me as your experienced teacher who has paved a great wide path for any blind person to follow with a sense of assurance has built a comfortable house in which you can devote yourself to your studies. Our founding master said, I even graduated, I didn't graduate even the elementary school, but for one thing, I know quite sure. There is one thing I can do with a great excellence, that is how to make you Buddha. In this area, I know for sure. Parents, for example, my parents, my mother, father, loved me very much. They cared about my path. But the thing was, they were not wise enough to guide me to the best path. Buddha not only have the compassion, but also have the wisdom or capacity to lead us. So Buddha said, one can enter the ocean of Dharma only through faith, from the Avatthaka Sutra. The second thing we need to trust is our true self, our original mind. When church elder was invited by a friend who lives in India running a hotel business, he was treated very strange meat. He had never tried. He asked to his friend, what kind of meat is that? He heard it's the tiger's meat. So he was surprised. How did you catch a tiger? Is that legal in India, etc.? This is what the church elder heard. He knew his friend Hobby was hunting. One day, he went to the some forest to hunt along with his several of his dogs greyhounds, all of a sudden, his dog started to bark crazy and chased after some animal and entered that wooded area. So he ran after that dog. The dogs were barking around some big tree, looking up. So what's uh, up there when he looked up the tree? He saw 
a very big tiger was crouching on the big branch. He was so scared and surprised, he felt bad. And then he accidentally fired his hunting gun, and the bullet exactly caught the eye, the middle of the eye of the tiger. That's how he caught tiger. <laughs> my hometown was Daegu City in Korea. My house was not that far from the Dalsengon Zoo. I know how animals behave in front of the lion or tiger. Dogs know the tiger or lion is caged. They cannot come out, but they never come near that cage. Small animals are very afraid of that. But what happened to the minds of dead dogs, greyhounds? It's because they are not smart. According to that hunter's word, even when the greyhound was a puppy, he always brought them to the hunting. So when they, since they were little, they learned, they experienced, not any animal, whether they are big or small, can survive the master's gun. When they heard the bang of that rifle, began always fell down. So they think, probably, as long as they are with their master, they are always safe. They are invulnerable. That thought became embedded in their mind. That thought has become their belief. Think about that. When, not just the animals, when we humans encounter some extreme situation, the fire broke out or the the thief broke into our house. Sometimes a supernatural power arises within ourselves. We can jump to a very high wall with a very heavy thing, so when fire breaks out, or lift extremely heavy things. In other words, within ourselves, we already have that kind of wisdom, power, or that kind of potentials. But why we cannot use that? Because of our thinking mind. Because of our thinking mind. What we thought is not necessarily is the reality. And we are imprisoned by our thought. That's why, in order to attain enlightenment, meditation practice is very important in whatever tradition. We need to let go of our thinking for our primal awareness of that ocean 
to reveal itself. This is a very well-known story. When one lady 2,000 years ago in Israel had some kind of sickness, when she has had a cut in her body, the blood will not coagulate. It's a very serious disease at the time. One day, she heard the name of one young teacher named Jesus, who is known to have a supernatural healing power. And she thought, if I meet that young person, probably she can be cured from her sickness. But the young man was surrounded usually by so many people. One day, she squeezed inside into the crowd and approached to Jesus. And she touched the cloak of the young man. She just stopped all of a sudden and looked around. She was a little afraid. She just said, who touched my clothes? Peter said, teacher, what are you talking about? Everybody is touching you and pushing you. But Jesus said, who touched me? Then people started to look at her, and she was very scared and turned to Jesus. Her sickness, and she touched her clothes with the belief that if only I touch that young man's clothes, she can be cured. Then Jesus said, My daughter, your faith has healed you. Your faith has, has you made well. Jesus didn't say, God has healed you. I had healed you. He said, your faith made you well. So what we believe is not necessarily important. The depth of our faith is what really matters on our path of spiritual practice. My teacher always told me whether it is crispy or crumpled, $100 bill has the same value. So if we live in a cloudy, it's a cloudy today, in a cloudy weather for years, let's just say we have never seen the sun. We have never experienced the warmth of the sun. But that does not necessarily mean the sun does not exist. So we have to trust, first of all, the Buddha's word and trust our true selves. That's why Jesus said from time to time, I truly, truly say to you, or the Diamond Sutra said, 
The Buddha is the one who declares that which is true. He who declares that which is fundamental. He who declares that which is ultimate. If two tigers fight each other and one tiger win the better, the tiger cup of that tiger who win the better always beat the tiger cup of the other tiger whose parents lost the better because he's confident. So they say a, a dog barks louder at its home. So today you can reflect how solid your belief is. But just like when we walk right foot and the left foot, foot Buddha said complete phase becomes possible only after when we attain complete enlightenment. But as we continue to practice, our phase also goes deeper. So let me finish my talk by reciting our founding master's word. The reason faith is considered to be the most important of all assets is that faith is the vessel that contains the dharma, the basic power which koans are solved, and the basis for keeping the precepts. Studying and the practice without the faith is equivalent to watering, watering dead plants. There are no results. Therefore, first establish a stable faith, and then you can save yourself. The important thing in teaching others is to evoke faith from people with no faith. Thank you. Thank you.